You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. It's Jeff Kay, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Hey guys, welcome to Starcastic Remarks. Chris is my brother to my right, James is my brother to my left. My name is Brian. We are the official Dallas Stars podcast of THPN. Thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook and Raycon for being our sponsors. Use that promo code THPN. The next time you are there using their services speaking of services the dallas stars needed the services of multiple people tonight including one roa robertson and a rope hints and especially a jay gottinger tonight as the stars finally get a win and they win not just a win but a past 60 minutes win and they beat this the best team in the Western Conference tonight by a final score of three to two. How are you guys feeling tonight? Hey, we won! Yay! <laughs> um, and I, I have to go to confession here, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, we're we're gonna go to confession here for a second. Uh, I, I left the room. I, I when when Fair they weather I, fan. I know, I know. I was walking out of the room because I could not, I, I couldn't handle it. I, I was just like, they, the way they played, especially in the second and the third, just, and then it's just going to be all over because of stupid crap like this. And I left the room because and literally Jordan. 10 seconds later, 10 seconds later, they literally score. And Amanda literally called me on my phone. I was here in my, in the studio, in my studio, which the is studio. My, <laughs> my, the studio, which is my closet. And uh, I had to basically suck it up, go back out there, and admit that I was wrong and thinking that they were going to lose tonight. So, Stars, I'm sorry. And, you know, I, I have to, you know, confess my miscomings when I don't. The think Stars have shown this year that they are a team of drama. They like the drama. And they're back to their dramatic ways that they were had in the beginning of the season. And it is fantastic. <laughs> I loved it. The whole game was just fantastic overall. The fact that there were only four goals scored is insanity. Oh my goodness. The goalies <laughs> yeah. tonight were fantastic. And normally I would make a snide comment because we were playing a backup goalie like, oh, the Stars always make the backup goalie look fantastic. Okay, this dude, Brassois. Lauren Brassois. Yep. Dude's insane. Yep. Yeah. Well, it, the I think the biggest thing you can look at is the fact he's only in his third game this season. So he's he hasn't played a lot in a full calendar year just because he's been so hurt and he's kind of been relied upon the past three games. And I swear, if that's not the save of the year, I haven't seen another save like that. I mean, yeah. that was, I, I mean, it was Chris, preposterous. It yeah, it, it was, was ridiculous. <laughs> you put it best, Chris. It, that is probably one of the best saves I think I've ever seen and watched live. Yeah. I, mean, I, I literally, I, 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 I stared at the screen and my face was completely blank. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't. You can I ask was Cooper. I was, I was like completely he, dead. He made that save and I was so excited for him. I mean, I was just so happy to see oh, such an true. incredible play. I mean, I was so, I was so done with it, man. After, after Sagan 
not not getting the goal like a second faster the other night and then that happening tonight to him is just like I thought we lost at that point. The the, yeah. the only save that I've seen live that was better was uh the Capitals in the Stanley Cup finals, the paddle. They called it the save in Washington. Oh, the, the whole paddle reached back yeah. on the goal yeah. line in game five, I think, to save yeah. the game. That's the only save that was better than that one. I got the my, my greatest save was actually from Otters. I got to see Otter rob Tyler Toffoli in game four. Yeah, that's true. That was <laughs> that was awesome. I, I still think my favorite save I think I've ever seen is the behind the back save by Andre Vasilevsky. Oh, it's yeah. just that was crazy. freaking ridiculous. Speaking of which, side tangent, the Tampa Bay Lightning were outshot 45 to 18 tonight, and Tampa Bay won three to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Tampa. Yeah. It, t- tonight has was just ridiculous. I mean, yeah, I mean, go, when you look go at the pretty, some stats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a weird night. Before we get into the game tonight, yeah, James, just go ahead and, and just mention some of the scores tonight because it seemed like everything was just completely off okay, tonight. So one of the scores was six to five for the Columbus Blue Jackets over the Oilers, where McDavid and Jack Roslovic both got four points in the game. So Jack Roslovic is as good as McDavid now. Uh, you Connor had who? Connor who? <laughs> Correct. You, you <laughs> had the Ducks and the Hurricanes play tonight. The Ducks, uh, the shots on goal is what matters in this one. Ducks shot 15 times. The Hurricanes shot 53 times. Oh my God. And the Ducks won three to two. Oh my goodness. The other weird one tonight is the Devils played against the Flyers. It was a 7-1 victory for the Flyers, and there was all seven different goal scorers. And there was a goalie goal. Linus Olmark's oh, yeah, goal yeah, yeah, yeah. by scoring a goal <laughs> against the Vancouver Canucks, which, to be fair, is basically an AHL team, so we might have to count it half. But still, impressive. <laughs> Just it's a I crazy mean, night. And the thing, and again, the Stars game as well. I mean, like you could say that that was kind of weird that, as well was, because you fully expected Vegas to win the game. You know, well, four minutes remaining. That, it's not just that the shots were forty-three to forty-three, and there were only four goals in the game. Yeah, and the, so there was just just freaking ridiculous. Um, and, and you know what? I'll be totally honest with you guys because I was completely negative for about half the game especially the first period uh excuse me the first period especially the first period and i was even more hacked off with the second period not because of i was disappointed in the way the stars played but it i felt like that it was going to be the same thing again and we were going to lose the game again because of what was happening i mean what happened stars are not really getting a whole bunch of chances that the power play is not working for them at this point. They had a five on three. They couldn't score on the five on three. They had two other opportunities. They they didn't score on those. Uh, they get scored on first, and then literally two minutes after, they get a goal. And again, it, it's that idea that it it takes something else to get the stars going. They can't just get it going themselves. So I, I I'll be totally honest in the fact that I thought we were going to lose this game in the middle of the second period. I'm going to fight hard on that second period argument. The stars were all over them the entirety of the second period even before the Knights scored the goal the only reason we didn't score was because of the goalie Brassois. i'm going to keep saying his name like that because i can't say it correctly um yeah so the stars just had a fantastic second period the first period absolutely totally agree they sucked the second period they were all over them there's only one reason they didn't score and it was that goaltender right there well they did score one eventually 
So let's talk about a couple of things tonight. Uh, first things I want to get into is, I mean, the, the, just the fact that the Stars win. Um, this right. is not the way they probably want to win, and this is not the way that I was hoping that they would. I mean, I mean, I, it you, doesn't matter. At this point, it doesn't matter, Ryan. Ex- Five exactly. games into a lost streak, it doesn't fair. matter. You won. <laughs> and that was going to be my next statement is the fact that, yeah, there were some things that I didn't like in what happened in tonight's game. But, hey, who gives a freaking Frying, flying fruit loop because they actually pull out the win tonight. So I, I think that's the most important thing of anything. There's so much to be so happy about too, though, in this game. I mean, just the overall mental toughness that they showed tonight is far better than any of the past five games that they had. I mean, they started out this game terribly. They were awful. Uh, they had a four minute power play in which they couldn't score uh, in that period too. And they were still outshot by more than twice as much, but they rally back and play a really good second and third period against another really good hockey team. And sure. Ottinger held them in there in the first period, but after that, that was an even game the rest of the way throughout. So after the first, the stars played a very good game. Now that is always our problem is not being able to play 60 minute games, but you got to at least admire the mental fortitude that they showed tonight. And I was going to completely 100% mention that. Is, that was another thing that I was really negative about because I was expecting a full 60-minute effort, which we didn't get again tonight. But at the very least, we still got the win. Um, and, you, the, and, you know, you didn't see it from the other team either. Because, I mean, the, yeah. the second period was That's the true. exact flip That's of true. the first period. Yep. The And I don't know if y'all noticed about the first period. I, again, I was really frustrated about this. But... Uh, Vegas two on one, uh, Vegas oh, yeah. two on one, Vegas two on three, Vegas four on two, especially lots in the first period. And, exactly. And the thing is that, that was even more discouraging to me in how the stars played in the first period was that two of those were during the stars four minute power play. I mean, they were gifted a second power play because Carrier said something on his way to the box. Yeah. And they couldn't take advantage of it. And on top of that, they they were allowing these odd man chances. And I was and I, I was thinking, oh crap, this is just like the game uh, our, our our previous game, the the previous game against the the Blackhawks. That was yeah. I mean it wasn't but, three on twos, but it was all two on ones and odd man was. rushes. But here was the difference for tonight versus last or the other night's game. It, we were breaking up the odd man rushes this night. I mean, not every single one was getting passed across and shoved into the back of the net. I mean, we were we were getting to a lot of them and we were breaking them up. And I think a lot of those odd man rushes have to deal with the terrible play of our defensemen. I mean, Miro Haskinen has 28 minutes time on ice. No other defenseman has even 19. It's because we can't trust anybody else. We put other people on the ice. We put Miller out there. He gets dusted multiple times. I think there was three odd man rushes that he gave up on his own. Uh, Hanley's out there for the second goal. He only played tonight six minutes and still managed to give up the almost game-winning goal, which also, why is he out there on the ice when Eichel is on the ice? Once Eichel's on the ice, you call him to the bench. No matter what's happening, Hanley goes straight to the bench. The, so, I I don't even think that was the problem with that goal. He just completely yeah. lost Eichel. He just lost him. Eichel's he, fast. He was, like he wasn't even he wasn't even looking at him. He looked away for one second. Yeah, and he lost. He him. just lost the best player on the other team. Yeah. That 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 what? that and that's that's what my problem with that was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That was just a 
absolutely terrible play by Hanley. I mean, and I praised him before of being a great seventh defenseman. In this opportunity that he's getting recently, he has been te- he's been and unplayable, is what he's been. He has not gotten over. I feel like minutes. I feel like it's it was kind of weird tonight because we did actually play him as a seventh defenseman tonight instead of trying to throw him on the forward. And because I don't know he if that play forward last game. He shouldn't have been playing forward ever, in my opinion. That's not his I mean, position. He shouldn't be playing it. That's but fair, but he's he can't play I, I defense think, either. I think it kind of I think it kind of messed messed him up quite a bit because tonight it felt like he was a lot more forward than he was supposed to be. Well, in the position that he's in, we got a lot of other guys who can do that job that he's trying to do, and he did a very bad job at it. He is very <laughs> replaceable in that in that spot. You have to kind of look at the circumstances, though, right now, Chris, is the fact that we are in, you know, less than a week now to the trade deadline. And if the Stars are going to make any kind of moves, if you make a move now, that takes like a little bit of that chunk of space that you might be able to have. And if that little bit of space is what's going to get you a player like that, and and it's because you call up, no offense, Marion Studenich. I understand it's it's a cap thing. But that doesn't change the fact that Hanley is terrible. He's unplayable right now. That's my only point. It's fine to leave him on the roster, but just bench him the whole time. Just don't play him. I mean, essentially, with what he's doing right now, he is not playable. I, I disagree. I think he was putting. He's been put in a bad situation. He's being asked to I mean, to play stuff he's not supposed has to. He, what good thing has he done the past three games? If he's in okay. a bad spot where he's not supposed to be, don't put him there. Okay, but like just I really like wish just like we, many players, we trying to put him as a forward. I, I think that was a bad decision. But then and, we play and that's him defense fair, but tonight, and it's awful. Yeah, but he again, the last two games, <laughs> right? And so it's like everything's against him. Right well, and the the other thing about this though, Chris, is the fact that he's he's not getting regular shifts either. And I know. I oh, well, he why should, he's he not getting be regular able, shifts? Because he's not in the top six. He's not viewed as a number six, six defenseman. His role yeah. is, is, not a number six is number seven. He's bad. He's not bad. I just I, I highly bad. disagree with you on that. Well, that play okay. tonight was awful, and he only well, played. That was his like that was only his fifth shift of the game. If if that's what we're gonna argue about tonight, then uh, then I'm okay with that because we got to win. <laughs> but I mean, uh, but we have to call out when a player is unplayable. So um, I'm saying. I I did want to talk about this from the first period as well, and. This is something I wrote down. I wrote like a paragraph after the first period because I was very frustrated. Um, the only other thing that I haven't mentioned yet is I thought there was still a lack of compete and a lack of urgency in the first period. And I did not think we saw it at all, really, until after the first goal was scored. Was it better in the second? No. Was Was it better in the second period? Yes, but that lack of urgency, that killer instinct that I still have not seen from this team yet did not I, show up even just a little bit of urgency until after the first goal. And that, and I, you can argue with me about all of that, but the fact of the matter is, recently, you could go back probably two or three months, the Stars have mostly been chasing the game for a good portion of it. I would be curious to see what the stat is on that. But when they tend to play better... Once the other team gets a goal, once the other team gets a goal and they're down, then they get a little bit of a kick in the pants and they're able to figure out their lives. Yeah, what but, team doesn't? <laughs> yeah, but see, lots but of teams might think like that. <laughs> but that and that's fine. But if you want to be a team in the playoffs, it's going to be considered a true contender. You got to look at the way 
the Carolina place, the Boston place. And that's the expectation that I'm trying to hold this team to. And that's why I was frustrated. I just don't think that's true. I mean, the amount of shots we had in the first 10 minutes of the second period was insane. I think, I think the urgency was right for the first 10 minutes of the game. We looked very lackadaisical until like the first, the first official timeout. And then after that, it was still bad, but it wasn't like absolutely awful. I mean, we, we didn't get a shot on until eight minutes into the game. Yeah, but the second period, we dominated. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we waited for them to score. We were on top of the entire time. That was their one chance, and they scored on it. We, we, we dominated that period the entire time, not just after they scored. Hey, guys, this is Ryan here. This time of year, everyone's talking about making big changes in their life, which is all well and good and everything, but... Most of the time, it's pretty unrealistic. Each year, one of my New Year's resolutions is to eat healthier. And it seems like every single year, I always give up on it pretty quickly through the beginning of the year. It's mostly around January. I've actually found that the smallest changes to your routine can actually make the biggest impact. In the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be a part of a big change if it's something you use every day, like my Raycons. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. My Raycons are great each morning that I go out to run my mile run. So whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycons got you covered. And yes, Raycons start at half the price of other premium audio brands. So you don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each or a pair in a spare and still pay less than you would with some of the other guys. Even if you know you'll love your Raycons as much as I do, Raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy now, pay later options, and every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee. There's lots of great features with these Raycon products, but one of my favorite ones is the custom gel tips that comes with it because my ears are incredibly small so it's just great that i can find something that fits my ear well and then the other thing i really like is the noise isolation sometimes it's just nice to block out the rest of the world and just listen to your music or to whatever podcast you're listening to so are you ready to buy something small with a big impact go to buyraycon.com thpn today to get 15 percent off your raycon order that's buyraycon.com thpn to score 15 percent off buyraycon.com slash THPN. Hey guys, it's Ryan here. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can be get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day go to the DraftKings sportsbook app today opt in and place a same game parlay on any nba game and if it doesn't hit you'll get a free bet back i really want to see the mavs do really well so with the recent acquisition of kyrie irving to the mavs i'm just going to be taking the over every single time on DraftKings sportsbook on his point totals because i don't know i'm just hoping that me betting on that is gonna help him inconspicuously get more points. I don't know. I, I'm just going to be looking at that. Download the app now and sign up with the code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at 
DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with the code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. So uh, I guess we can talk about the let's talk about the power play for a second. Um, it's bad. It's just not scoring, I, I, man. It's, it's just so not frustrating. Scoring. Yeah, They're, yeah. I it, guess it, I shouldn't say it's bad because it looks yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. If you look at regular st- uh, statistics, right? You look at regular statistics. You look at the fact that the stars are like two and thirty-two in in the last. I think it was like fifteen uh, games or something like that. Some yeah, some stats they put up there. <laughs> that looks terrible. But the thing is, if you go and look at the advanced statistics for the stars, it, it it's just they're not going in right now. I don't know. I mean, it's re- absolutely ridiculous what is going on with this team on the power play. Something has got to go in our favor at some point. Do I mean, they have an expected goal stats for on the power play? Yes, I don't know what it is, but I know that we're like top of the league still in expected goals yeah. on the power play. That, that would be an interesting stat to find because it, it does feel like our power think, plays are very good and they just don't go in. I, I think some of it has to do with with getting to the net once the shot is on the net because they're, they're the the pavelski chance on oh, the net tonight geez. if hints if hints stops in front of the net on the other side instead of skating around behind it the puck goes That's straight cool. to him on the other side and slams it in empty netter like stop in front of the net when you have a chance like that yeah. you're not gonna be able to do that like ever and we kind of mentioned that in previous episodes too how we need to just jump on the puck as soon as it gets into the slot so and i don't i don't think that it's jumping anymore i think you just have to be there yeah just stand there <laughs> yes stand in front of the net uh let, let's talk about the goals here tonight and then there's a couple other things i want to talk about uh but the amadio goal was, that was ridiculous that was <laughs> that's just a great, great play, play. <laughs> a great play yeah. and i mean i was like you gotta be kidding me man like really come on and uh, it was totally against the flow of play, too. I mean, they had nothing. There was nothing yes, going. That is, and that's just yeah. a great pass by McNabb and a perfect finish by Amadio. And there's nothing you can do about it. And t- to y'all's credit, talking about how we were dominant in the second period, I mean, all of my notes are the Pavelski slap shot uh, from the from the uh, slot. Sorry. Uh, ben had a point blank chance. Uh, hence... Had a, had a chance. Haskinen had a chance. Uh, I mean, and this is just in the first 10 minutes. Uh, Hintz had uh, two more chances after that in the first 10 minutes after that. And then, you know, not at the nine-minute mark, I wrote Dallas is pressing. And then Amadio scores that goal. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So, anyways, great shot, great pass all around. Otter, probably not expecting that to to go in like that. And then let's just sing the praises of a 19-year-old who just, I wouldn't say came out of nowhere. We knew he, how good he was. He was coming. <laughs> but my goodness, Wyatt he Johnston. I mean, the, the puck into the net. <laughs> yes. Yep. Put and, his body on the line to score that goal. Well, and I mean, how you can't just talk about how great of a goal it was. It was a great goal, period. But the it was such a clutch goal, and it was a... 100% a goal that they had to have and that they needed. Yep. It was at the could right feel, time. And you could feel that we were still pushing after they scored that goal. I mean, it was the same pressure the rest of the period. It was just, they were just able to get it in this time. Someone mm-hmm. finally made an individual play is what it was. I mean, mm-hmm. and what a play it was. I mean, he looked like a soccer player out there. 
Kick it right through his stick and in. He almost kicked it in the net on accident. It looked like he was lunging for it to make sure it didn't go in before he got his stick on it. Uh, this next point I wanted to talk about before we get to the to the two goals in the third is for at the four minute mark after we come back from commercial. I loved seeing the emotion from Sagan. I don't know about you guys. He looked pissed, <laughs> and I'm like, more of that. Yes, but the last more. few games, I, I I would be surprised if he wasn't. <laughs> especially with the way his chances have been going. He has played great. He's, He's had so many shots, so many chances in like literally in the overtime, the greatest yeah. save of the year, probably at least top five. And he, he doesn't go in. All he has to do is throw it at the center of the net. He does the exact right thing. And it gets stopped. It's unbelievable. He has and eight shots on goal tonight. Yeah. Eight. That's ridiculous. It's crazy. Who else had eight? Rope hints. Rope hints. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say that that stat I was actually going to pull out of my butt too, but the, this kind of goes into the next thing and the fact of who who do you think was the most snake bit player tonight? Because I mean, we talked about hints. We talked about it's uh, still Sagan, Sagan <laughs> but no, but no, freaking Joe Pavelski tonight. Joe, I thought Joe Pavelski had about three or four chances in the yeah, first two periods. Scored, but I mean, Sagan is still more snake bit than he is. <laughs> Sagan had eight shots. Pavelski had three. My argument is over. <laughs> nah, Pavelski technically had four because that, that post doesn't count. But he didn't, he didn't technically had four. Oh, whatever. Technically, he had three. Whatever. But Theoretically, he had four. I, I really hope that now that we've got that, you know, five-game winless streak off of our backs, maybe, maybe that can finally get some of these players – like Pavelski, like Hintz, like Sagan, and it finally just re like relax their hands a little bit on their sticks, and then finally start playing hockey again and getting getting more of those chances to go in because that that was another big thing that I I noticed tonight about this team. And that's well, exactly what Razor said at the conclusion of the game. He was like, "This this feels like a game that can turn your season around. It can be a springboard into the rest of your schedule," and that is one hundred percent the case. It's literally the perfect timing because we've had like two, three nights off for like four games in a row now. We're going right back on to the game on, game off schedule for like the rest of the season. <laughs> but we got a good couple of favorable matchups coming up. We got Vancouver, day off, Arizona, then right back against Chicago the next day. So there's your chance to get you a should streak. Be pissed at. <laughs> there's a chance to get a streak going right there. I mean, those three games. I'm not going to say, like, you got to win all three, but you really should. And it's crazy to look at the schedule and look at the last three teams that we played and think that we lost couldn't the two win. games that yeah, we, we should have win. and then won the game that we probably would be okay with losing because it's Vegas. So this team is so bipolar, I swear. I hate them. <laughs> right now, at least. I. I th I feel like I, I said this during our during the bad times. That's what we're calling this from now on, the bad times. <laughs> um, it's the right time to go on a losing streak. Is it really is a little bit before the season? You get a Not good March month yet. and a half to get out of it and to get back into the swing of things. It, I mean, right now the stars are aligning. For us to get going. Oh again. my gosh. You're so funny, Chris. No one has ever said that before. Right. I've well, never heard that joke before. 
Petrangelo hit the post in the third period, and uh, my heart sank a little bit. I was like, oh, please, no. I thought it was um, the crossbar. Actually, he hit the crossbar. Crossbar, post, whatever. Same thing. The same it went one pink. is a lot scarier. Okay. He hit the sideways post. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, what did y'all think on the Eichel goal? Because I thought that just got lost. it was just... I'm not, I'm not going to give my opinion anymore. <laughs> he, he, he just got lost. He just got lost. He just got lost. And I, I think really what it comes down to is it's arguably probably our least talented player on the team versus uh, yeah, versus the Vegas's best talented player. So, so I think... first, I'm going to – who I should have blamed more earlier, that is a stupid decision by Pete DeBoer. What are you doing? I don't know if he just got outchanged or if that was a conscious decision, but no. I think he got. I think he just got outchanged because I, I mean, it's the third period. How you get outchanged? Yeah, don't no, get outchanged no, in the third period with five minutes left. And then, I mean, and, and here's the other thing that kind of popped in my head as we talk about the second goal for the Stars here. Robahant scores with 38 seconds remaining. Crazy. And first things first, before I even talk about the goal, when I heard that it might get called back. I thought I'm for like, sure it was wrong. I, yeah, I thought that's it was exactly gone for exactly what I thought. I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Like you we've already had two that that, that like two other games that that's happened to where we thought we had a game time goal and then it got called off the board. And then just the last game against uh the the Blackhawks, it looks like Sagan ties the game, but it, it's too Time late. Expires. So I'm just thinking like, of course, this is just our luck right now in the middle of the worst slump of the season. And I was fully expecting it to come back. But anyways, they, they did, the start different compared from the first period and then the second and the third that I thought was the biggest thing. They just threw the puck at the net. And that's something that they've been getting away from, especially during this losing streak. I mean, especially in the third period. How many times did we notice that, you know, they just got it up to the point and it looked like there was nothing there? And then they just threw it at the net. Who gives a crap? I mean, I mean, if it if it the only thing you can't have happen is have it have first person get the block shot, you know, of the of the other team. It's got to get through the first person at the very least. Because even if it bounces around in the slot or something like that, or around, that still gives you an opportunity to get the puck and have a rebound chance. So th that's something that I really noticed and I really appreciated more from the Stars. And that's exactly what Ropa Hintz did. I mean, it wasn't a fancy shot, right? It was just a, it wasn't a point shot. It was a little closer in. But, I mean, Brassois never saw it. He, he absolutely 100% never saw it. And that's why the thing goes in. That's why the puck goes in. Yep. And the Stars are also very good at six on five. I mean, all year that's been consistent. We have had a very good six on five percentage. Which is and then, weird that we can score on the six on five without the power play right now. Right. Makes very no sense. Weird. And then we would be amiss if we didn't mention the 100% MVP of the season right now, Jason Robertson. He's not Word. a... 100 only foot player he is a full complete 100 hockey player i mean just the things that he does it it, it reminds me so much of brendan morrow now they they well, play the, we the, hard... the play first so okay the, yeah. the, the knights are going down two on one with an empty net and jason robertson gets all the way back lays out and saves an opportunity to tie the game up kicks and it after up from that, his 
yeah, from his stomach. It, <laughs> he was on his stomach and he kicks the puck with his foot to like, make it go the other way. And, like, and we score off of that rush. And that's a top 10 goal scorer in the National Hockey League, playing face first on the ice, just trying to get the puck away from the other guy. I mean, that is some humility there for being the best player on your team, and you're charging back to try and save the game. And he has the primary assist on the goal, too. Yeah. And the primary assist on the, on the goal afterwards. <laughs> so, yeah. He was inevitable. The dude was insane. And that's the only time we see him on the score sheet. But if you watch the game, you just oh know word, how dude. good he was. And that's insane. The first but, line was crazy. It was ridiculous that they didn't score like four goals tonight. Yeah. It's just. Uh, he, he's a complete player. And and by the way, I, sh- I should mention when I say that he's like Brendan Morrow, th- it's something about the heart of both of those players. I can see the heart that Robertson has that I saw numerous good. times from Brendan Morrow. They're nowhere close to the same type of player. Brendan Morrow was the power forward in your face. I'm going to punch you until we win the game. And then Robertson's the quiet, you know, I'm going to get every single goal and just be in the right spot at the right time all the time. So that's, but that that's that, but that's the similarities between those two players. That's what I meant by that. And then, uh, the ensuing overtime, that's, I mean, that is that exactly what three-on-three hockey that's, should that's be. That's what it's supposed to be. That's that what is what it's supposed to be. To be. And we could have, I could have, I wanted to watch five more minutes just like, uh, uh, who was it that mentioned it? I think it was Razor that mentioned it. It's like, we we could, I would have wanted to watch five more minutes of that. I, I thought of another fun rule for, to make three-on-three overtime great again. No offsides. I know. I think the, the only offside. thing, the the best thing I've seen for that is is a half court violation in overtime. That was my initial thought. Yeah, I but love I'm that. trying to mix things up now, so I'm going no offsides for the remainder of the season. Does that even help? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think my thing is is that once you enter the offensive zone, then you can't exit it. No, that's too much. That's why you go think, half think court. You get a little bit more room. Or you just okay, move off sides, and then that. everything's fixed. I, I could see that, but and then uh, in overtime, uh, Robo and Hence they would not be denied. And when it went to shootout, I thought for sure we were going to lose. I really did because mostly because of that Bursois save. Again, we have to mention yeah. it, Mike. That's the only thing I wrote for overtime. <laughs> that's it. That was because ridiculous. I I was so focused on the game and like how how good it was, how fun it was to watch, and then. I saw that and I was just completely dumbfounded. I just I stood up from the couch and I just went, oh, oh, <laughs> like what? Well, how would you should have mentioned Jake Ottinger's name at least seven times because he gets seven saves in yeah. a three on three overtime and a couple of gigantic ones. I mean that guy in the first period and the overtime, he was the best player on the ice in those parts and in the shootout, obviously. We just stoning two of the best shootout guys in the league and i forgot Not which three, power play yes. it was exactly for the for the vegas golden knights it was, the, it was their but first one was it the first one that he had two gigantic like left pad saves i mean that yep. was immediately huge and the fact that they were able to get that from him so i mean great great all around we needed this so bad we really did i mean i, I think that's the biggest takeaway out of this game tonight you won yeah, that's literally it. So, biggest winner, winner, biggest, 
I'm just gonna say the stars. The stars. <laughs> I don't care. They it, won. The, I know. Very just deep the fact analysis. they got the win. Just the fact they got the win. I don't care. James, uh, goaltending. My word. Forty-three shots on both sides. Only four goals. That's ridiculous. Wyatt Johnston ties for the most goals for a teenager in Dallas Stars history with none other than I am Val Nachushkin. Oh, biggest loser. Yeah, that's exactly the reaction I had. <laughs> oh, that's what I that's what I did when I saw the stat as well. Can you believe that was 10 years ago now? That was 10 years ago when he made his rookie debut. Weird. Right. And I, I know. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. That makes him that hey if y'all if that makes y'all feel old, how do you think I feel? Makes me feel even older than that. It makes me feel like you should give me your biggest <sighs> loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, do y'all have a biggest loser? James. Ryan doesn't have one. Uh, I'll give mine in a second. I I I don't know. It, it was a very weird night. I guess uh Joe Pavelski, I'll give it because he should have scored. It's back to back nights where he probably should have scored a goal and he just didn't y'all are being too nice nils and miller tried as hard as they could to get my biggest loser tonight they tried everything they could and they still failed joel hanley still gets the biggest loser oh my goodness you can't lose the best player on the other person's team with five minutes left when they are skating into your offensive zone yeah that should be the only thing you're How looking do you at lose him he's in the middle of the ice just look forward Oh, Chris is going to be on this for the rest of no, the time. I, I was Every upset time I that see Hanley, I'm going to scream. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new trigger. <laughs> Just sing Joel Hanley's name. Well, Hanley, I hate you. <laughs> Ian. Oh, man. Pause. I thought I was actually supposed to sing. So. No. Well. My biggest loser tonight is the sports betters because every single game ended up being not the expectation tonight. How about that? They probably that covered money line or something. Oh, he's gone. He didn't even get to <laughs> comment on my quip. He might actually be gone, gone. Okay, well. Oh, no, he's back. Ryan, yeah, you back, Ryan? You can wrap up yep. the show. Sure. Oh. All right. Woo-hoo. Go ahead and check out sarcasticremarks.com. Thank you for being our sponsors to Raycon and DraftKings. Thank you to both of them. Along with Chris and James, my name is Ryan. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. I'm ending it pretty quickly so that my internet doesn't give out. And we will see you guys the next time the stars play, which will be Monday. 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 At home. And we hope you guys have a good, fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, whatever you guys are listening. Stars win. Three to two. Dude, we forgot. Chris, you got to do it real quick. GG, boys. Bye, guys. Sorry, we forgot. Sorry.